Good morning and welcome. This is Pastor Lucy Painter with your daily insight. And it has been exciting this week. We are getting more information on agriculture and farming, tending to crops. And it's all about the environment where the crops get to be nourished and how they come to give us the harvest. And don't forget that it's all in comparison with the nature and the condition of our heart because the word of God is a seed and the condition of our hearts determines the fruits that those seeds bear. So sometimes a land meant for cultivation get invaded by noxious non-native plants and these plants are often very destructive and difficult to control or eradicate. They grow fast and choke out the native cultivated plants. The cultivated plants can barely keep up with these plants because of their aggressive growth. Uh, did you enjoy the picture of my plants, the kale? I was showed you that picture yesterday. So if you plant your crop in between weeds, you can only hope for a miracle. So not only do these plants affect the outlook of your garden, they create a hostile growing environment and compete with your plants for water and nutrients, which reduce both the quality and the yield of the crop. When they grow too close to the plants, they even getting rid of them by hand become a challenge because you risk pulling out the weed with the crop and even the use of herbicides pose the risk of harming the desirable plant if care is not taken. It is even more difficult when the weeds happen to be thorny because pulling them out by hand is not often practical. So the tillage operation involved in maintaining a land invested by weeds also end up increasing the cost of cultivation. So back to our parable in Matthew 13, we are now in verse 7, the continuation of that parable of the sower. It says that other seeds fell among thorns that grew up and choked out the tender plants. And then in verse 22, Jesus explained to the disciples that the seeds that fell among the thorns represents those who hear God's words. But all too quickly, the message is crowded out by the worries of this life and the rule of wealth, so no fruit is produced. You see, weeds rarely thrive where the soil is not fertile because they need a soil with enough nutrients and water for them to grow faster than the cultivated crop, lest they be overcrowded and weakened. The soil in this segment of the parable represents a fertile ground, a ground with so much potential that it attracts all sorts of things to grow in it. I just want you to pause there and think about that. So the thorns in this parable are the fruit of the wild and they had no good in them. The only thing they could do was to entangle, to choke the life out of the crop and to hinder their growth. And I want you to imagine a person whose heart receives the word, but their heart remains too entangled in riches, in lust, and the pleasures of the world can be fitly likened to this thorny ground. 
for these things take away their attention and the time from the word. So this kind of a heart receive the word, but still leave room for the wild seed, the seed of sin, to take root and to spring forth with life. The deceitfulness of riches and carnal pleasures become a great hindrance, and it chokes out the good seed and bringing it to nothing. You know, a heart such as this is is laden with anxieties of daily life and attempts to secure life outside of God. Material gains become the core ground and definition of success for such a heart. And with such commitments taking over their life, the word of God is unable to break through, to nourish a new life in them, in such a heart. So the interest in the word is not absolute. So they take the word as merely one among many things that should have space in their lives. So they have no room in their heart for the word of God. And you notice yesterday and today I'm using so much they, there, because I I am um, I don't want to say you, you, I don't want to use the condemning voice. I don't want to make it like it's you, but if it applies to you, then you can um, personalize this message. Because it is important to note here that the Bible says that the thorns grew up and choked out the tender plants. We could assume that the field had been plowed and the thorns turned under for them to grow and overtake the crop. The seed of the word takes roots and begins to show promise. But soon the things of the world begin to take priority and they drain the nourishment, the spiritual lifeblood away. So this is a person who begins their journey of faith with a deep desire to grow in Christ. But they lack the will to cast their cares unto him. They forget Christ's word that where a man's treasure is, that is where his heart will be. Now listen to me carefully. Satan's strategy is to keep us distracted from our goal. To keep us too busy to study the word of God. Too busy to pray. Too busy to focus on growing into faith. The truth is, we are living in a world that is moving too fast. A world that is too distracted that if we are not careful, we will miss out on the most important thing, our salvation and spiritual growth. After we have heard the word of God, we must be prepared to put in an effort towards understanding we must understand that it is not enough to hear the word of God. We must practice what we have heard and be subscribed to it because if we don't, we'll be like a man who built a house on a sad, a house that however beautiful it is, it cannot stand for long. We must be willing to work for our own growth. We must be willing to rid ourselves of the things that crowd, you know, our heart so that the word of God 
may grow, may be may, may start bearing fruit. We must have the kind of an attitude towards the word of God that puts it above everything else. We must have the word of God dictating our thoughts and our actions. It must be the absolute truth, the absolute authority in our life. For the seed to, to take for us to flourish until the fruit of the word of God in us is evident, we must give that seed enough room to sprout, to take root. We cannot afford to ignore the requirements and the steps involved in the process of growth. I pray that you will take care not to become preoccupied with the cares and the deceptions of the riches of the world that threaten to make the word of God barren and unfruitful. Matthew 6.24 says that no one can serve two masters, for you will hate one and love the other. You will be devoted to one and despise the other. You cannot serve God and be enslaved to money. You must give up your worldly preoccupation for the word of God to grow and yield fruit. You have to give the word of God the room it needs in your heart for it to bear fruits. This is a preparation for what we are going to dive deeper into. The month of April, we are focusing on growth and I'm just setting the ground for you. Do not be, the, be that thorny ground. Be a heart that will receive the word and create room for growth in Jesus' name. This is Pastor Lucy Painter with your daily insight and this is The Heart, Day 3. Shalom. Thank you for your continued support and encouragement to the making of the daily insights. Reaching an average of 60 people a day with over 10,000 total plays. I invite you to partner with us by supporting this podcast through monthly or one-time donation. Your contribution will be used to sustain the episode subscription and hosting platform. My goal is to inspire and share insightful messages in our generation empowering one person at a time each day to continue serving the purposes of God in our generation. Your support is highly appreciated. Click that support button now and give your support. You can support with $1, $5, or as much as you are able to give. Blessings.